0: Welcome back to the on the way podcast. I'm Emily and today's practice is dialogue. We're talking about talking, which is great because today's guests and I both love to talk building upon yesterday's listening practice. We're looking at both sides of the conversation today. Dialogue is about both sharing and listening. It's a mutual experience and requires each side to both share and receive. Today, you'll meet Ken. His parents and grandparents were global workers in Argentina. And when he was 10, his family moved to Spain. While he had lived globally and spoke several languages, God had some surprises in store, which is where we'll jump in. Let's talk about practicing dialogue on the way.
1: I just felt like, okay, I speak Spanish. My school language is French. I can get in trouble in Portuguese. I'll even go where they speak Italian. Like, God, I gave you half the world, call me anywhere. (laughs) and. And then he, you know, he put this tug on our heart toward India and I was like, wow. Um, and and come to find out in India, there are about a thousand dialects and not one of them is Spanish, right? <laughs> so I'm like, God, what are you doing? And it, it just became so clear to me that God delights when our yes allows him to call us beyond our comfort, beyond our mm-hmm. convenience, and even beyond our ability and so that's kind of my story. God has delighted a lot in my life because I feel like he's always calling me beyond my comfort, my convenience and especially beyond my ability. <laughs> because this this has been my my it's been my journey, it's been my discovery that if you trust in God and you walk with him that it's a place where miracles will happen when you walk with abandon. I'm I'm I've seen those things in my life. I've seen them where God acts and uh and and does things in me beyond even my natural ability or beyond my confidence, you know, to where he does supernatural things when he has our yes. So that's that's kind of been my life a little bit.
0: All right, let's talk a little bit about um, the topic of dialogue. Um, and again, we're we're just simply talking about conversation between two people or more people. Um, why do you feel that healthy, honest conversation is important?
1: I think that empathy um, and and a and a, a good listening ear is something that will prove to people that you honor them, that you respect them. And it's, it's not a matter of hierarchical honor or respect. It's a matter of, of of human, it's a matter of made in God's image, kind of honor and respect that I honor you, I respect you because you're made in God's image and you're loved by him and so therefore loved by me. Yeah, starting on a on a ground level of honesty, starting on a ground level of respect of empathy, of, I want to know you. And it's actually disarming because I think so many times as followers of Jesus, we feel the pressure to convince someone of truth or to convince someone out of untruth. And I think it's disarming when we, when we just feel the, you know, that, Hey, God might be in this moment right now. And what if, what if, uh, the outcome is is empathy? What, is the, what if the outcome is trust relationship so that it can build on something where God reveals himself in a deeper, uh, ongoing way?
0: I love what you said, too. Like, listening, active listening is such an important part. of. I mean, it's essential to, to true, honest dialogue. And it's not just listening to the other person. Um, it's also listening to the Holy Spirit, because really, ultimately, he leads our conversation, if we allow him. Yeah. When you're talking with, when you're having conversation with people um, and specifically of other faith, do you only talk about spiritual things or are there other topics that you delve into?
1: So I'm always looking for bridges in conversation. Um, one of the things that I'll talk about is, uh, is where are you from? Uh, tell me about your family, siblings, you know, and, uh, and so those are all conversation starters. I love to talk about things that are current, but not political because politics hardly ever bring me to a good place. In conversation. So I'll I'll talk about sports. Sports is 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 something that connects a lot of guys together and uh and some women too, and cricket in our context or or soccer. Um sometimes, you know, w, uh, believe it or not, WWE is huge in uh in, in Southern Asia. And so that's something that I have never in my life been into. Uh, except for the conversation, is it real or fake? <laughs> like that's as deep as I've gone. <laughs> but it's amazing how you can get into bridge building conversations. So I think one of the things that I've learned is show an interest in things that people are interested in.
0: What have you done or found helpful when someone disagrees with you quite strongly? And how have you navigated that to con- to keep that bridge open rather than you know lighting a match and burning that bridge down?
1: Yeah. So funny. I, since, since I was a young person, I have been involved in conversations of faith. So it's, it's always been this fire in me. The thing that's changed is that I used to, the fire used to be a little bit more of that, com, you know, combative, or I need to, I need to convince, I need to win the argument. I guess it, it, it happens sometimes with growing up with older sisters too. And so <laughs> it was kind of in me, right? And then, again, as as you grow up, that can stay with you or the idea of human empathy can actually strengthen a little bit. And so if I'm communicating to know you, then I'm not threatened by the fact that you see the world differently or that you see God or faith differently. I'm not threatened by that because my my whole intention is not to win an argument, not to convince you even. My whole uh, my whole endeavor is to is really to know you, because I think in knowing you, I I know your heart, and in those places, I really believe it's in those places that the Holy Spirit speaks.
0: What kind of questions have you found helpful uh, as conversation starters?
1: You know, this is funny. So right off the top, an example comes to me. Living in in southern Asia, one of the things I love to do because I'm I stand out as a foreigner uh, for different reasons and. So people come up to me very consistently and they say, sir, you are from which country? And so I'll say, oh, from USA. And right a, right away, I turn it back on them and I say, and you're from which country? And they laugh because they've never been asked that because it's a strong assumption. I'm in their country, right? And so why would I be asking them where they're from? But the the funny thing that happens right there is I turn the conversation over to them. And so instead of just a one way, like, I'm curious about you as a foreigner in my country. I want, again, this, this drives me. So this is not manipulation to me. This is, I want to know people. And so I start asking questions. So which country? And they'll say, oh, I'm from, you know, here only. And I'll be like, okay, which part? And now we're getting deeper because I want to know you. Like, so they'll tell me what state they're from. And then um, I'll say, what's your town? Everybody's got a town. And they'll, and I say, is it, is it beautiful? And I've only, I think had, maybe one person in my whole time say, ah, oh, it's all right. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> thinks that their that their town is is the is beautiful, right? And and they because they love family, they love friends, they have great memories. And so uh so then we start talking about their town. We start talking about their family. We start and so it just goes from there.
0: So kind of putting the bow on the wrapper here, tying this together for people who are in a US context who have friends, colleagues, neighbors um, from other parts of the world and and perhaps other faith backgrounds or maybe even their um, neighbors and friends who are born and raised right here um, in the U.S.? What kind of um, advice or encouragement would you give them as they're beginning to walk alongside people on this journey with Jesus?
1: I I think my first thought would be learn from the the mistakes that i made maybe when when i was younger is i i was so intent on convincing people and and maybe winning a debate and and it was fueled with good purpose because i wanted people to be convinced of the truth of jesus and to know him but the, the really the thing that separates being a follower of jesus from religion is that really there is this thing called encounter And if we believe that God is for people, then he wants to encounter them. And so if we will be filled with the Spirit and led by the Spirit, that means that we need to be abiding in the Spirit, then he will lead us places and speak through us to people on their journey of encounter with him. I don't think it's an option for us not to be vocal. I don't think it's an option for us just to be good people and to let people see Jesus in our goodness. I think that Jesus used words. I think that words are used all throughout the Bible. I think that when we came to follow Jesus, that somebody used words so that we knew what the truth was and we knew the way of Jesus. And so just to, you know, use behaviors and hoping that people will come to know that no, Jesus is not enough. We have to use words, but the word should be the example of a lifestyle. I I, I think it's, it's so important that we are committed to relationship with people. And so so much in our context we tend to be event kind of people to where people become an event and so if i share about jesus with you i want you i want to seal the deal today and if if you you know don't agree with me or you don't make a decision for christ then then maybe i'm going to talk to somebody else and i'll dismiss you and i think that so often we need to come back to that jesus walked with people jesus walked with people and and discipleship is walk with me as i walk with god so I think discipleship happens before decision. It is a lifestyle. It is me walking with you and you encountering Jesus in my life. And so being willing for that lifestyle to be the conversation as well, for me to walk it out with you and to invite you into relationship uh, with me as I discover Jesus, you will too.
0: Think about what Ken said, that it's not about winning a debate. It's about dialogue, which can lead to opportunities for others to encounter God. You'll find more to reflect on in the 21 Day Journal. Tomorrow we'll take a break from the podcast and reflect on week one and the five practices of seeing that we've explored so far. You'll also kick off the practices of moving. We'll meet back here the next day and we'll talk about welcoming. Thanks for joining us on the way. To discover more opportunities and to sign up for the 21 Day Journey, visit agwm.org slash on the way.